Welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. And today, I have a special guest, Mandy Del Rio, who um, hails from originally from the town of Pacifica, California, just south of uh, San Francisco. And uh, Mandy is a um, singer, a dancer, an actor. She does it all. She does production in movies. And now her latest gig is the host of the Indie Lounge, um, a show that is dedicated to um, performers, singers, songwriters, movie people. So we kind of have these same paths. So it's my pleasure to have Mandy on board. So strap on your seatbelts. Let's go for a ride. Today on the Dharmic Evolution, I wanted to welcome a very special guest, Mandy Del Rio. And uh, Mandy is a lady of many, many talents uh, in the entertainment world. And uh, Mandy, I'd love to welcome you to the Dharmic Evolution. Thanks so much for being here today. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is this is really cool. Um, you know, I just, a little thing aside here, I just want to share a quick story. How I met Mandy was about, I guess it's about seven or eight months ago. I met her and Jack Thomas Smith together to, to discuss uh, possibly doing a video together. And that ended up coming to fruition. We had a great time. We did a really uh, cool video together. And I got a chance to find out all about Mandy. Uh, and what she does and all of the many, many talents that she has. And I'm still uncovering them as we speak. So let's start at the beginning. Take me back to life in San Francisco since I was just there this summer. And I was out there and I'm thinking of you and I'm going, now, why did she leave this beautiful place to come <laughs> end know. up in New Jersey? So take me down that trail. Oh, yeah. San Francisco is gorgeous. Um, yeah, I grew up in a, a town just 20 minutes outside of San Francisco. I don't know if you had a chance to, to explore the coast at all. Um, but the town I'm from is from is called Pacifica, California. So San Francisco is my city. I spent, you know, all my time there as much as I could. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I grew up there and I would, you know, venture around the, the city and I mean, that place is gorgeous. I, where did you, did you get a chance to go you know, anywhere? I'll tell you, I was in, um, I had business in Santa Clara for like four days. So I, I actually went to San Francisco. Uh, I landed there and then went back to Santa Clara because I wanted some time to explore. So I got into the city, but did not have a whole lot of time. I didn't get a chance to really go out on the coast or anything, but I loved the vibe out there. It was really, really great. great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was very relaxed and uh, just, you know, it this seemed like a really good music scene going on. There's all mm -hmm. kinds of good vibes happening there. So so you were on Pacifica, which is right on, on the water, correct? Yes, yep. That must have been cool. Oh, it's it, it's amazing. And I'm not I'm not even a big beach person, and I tell people this all the time. But the view you cannot help but admire and love the view of the ocean. The Pacific Ocean's like right in your backyard. I literally did live in a place where the the ocean was my backyard. I could just walk, you know, a, a, not even a full block, and there was the ocean and and the pier that they have there, and um. It, it's gorgeous and you are so spot on about the music scene um there is a huge indie music scene in the bay area 
And, um, you know, I personally, in my, in my small town of Pacifica, you would have, you know, you could go listen to, to indie bands on a, you know, Friday and Saturday night at a coffee shop and, you know, you can get a glass of wine and, or coffee and just hang out. And that's a big culture out there. That's awesome. It's time for me to move to San Francisco. (laughs) Hey, so tell me, I I know I would, I I felt the. I tell you, it was just, you know, the whole hook was as soon as you get off the plane, the weather. Oh, okay. Because I went in March, you know, towards the end of March. So, um, you know, that was the perfect time leaving, you know, freezing temperatures in New Jersey. And then all of a sudden it's 70 degrees. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. So tell me all about like when you were in San Francisco now, like you had the pull as a young lady, as a young girl growing up towards the entertainment field you were like you gravitated towards that immediately so take me into that world how did it start for you like what was your first inclination that you said I really feel like I belong here yeah well I'm gonna be honest with you that's sort of been me my whole life um I've always been drawn to performing you know from being a little kid in a talent show when I was in the first grade and Um, My mom took me to, um, you know, a commercial audition when I was about six years old. And I think it's just it's just been in me to want to perform. I've always been, you know, I would I would dance. I would sing. I would do acting where I could, um, you know, go do community theater in my area. So it's just, you know, life kind of can can pull you in different directions. But there's just something that's in your makeup. And I just feel like that's always been in my makeup to want to do. Um, and, you know, when I was a, a young teenage kid, my mother, um, you know, I, I found this really cool opportunity in the Bay Area over in, in Oakland. They were shooting a movie, a, feature, a major motion picture. It was called Angels in the Outfield. And it's. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah. 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 And it, and it was really interesting. So I, I said, you know, I asked my mom if she could take me. I was too young to go by myself. And she was so cool about being supportive of, of what I wanted to do. Um, you know, as my both my parents were, they're amazing. And, um, you know, I, I had a really cool, supportive family growing up. Um, so she took me to this thing. It was a two day shoot. We were extras. It wasn't, you know, anything spectacular, but it really showed me exactly what happens on a movie set. I mean, it was a real movie set. The actors were, you know, very famous people. We were very close to the action. We were just feet away from, you know, the actors. And, you know, there was Tony Danza and Annie Glover. Adrian Brody was an extra, too, before he became the huge, famous Adrian Brody we all know now. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, same thing. So it was just such a cool experience for me. And I think it was already in me before that to want to do something in this industry. But that was even like, yeah, this is where I want to be. Like, I couldn't wait to go back the next day and and just watch it all unfold and and see everything and take it all in. It was just such an amazing experience. So you were with all the (laughs) A-listers as a young kid. Like, how old were you when this happened? Yeah, I was like 14 or 15. Wow. That must have been amazing. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. Um, and little Joseph Gordon-Levitt literally was like four feet away from us. Um, he was actually the star, one of the stars of the movie before he was big, famous Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, so it was just, 
it was just very, just a unique experience, you know, that I felt very lucky. And, and like I said, you know, it was an extra, but it, and it was, it wasn't like, you know, most people would be like, so what? But it really made such an impact on me, you know, at that time in my life. Yeah, just being there and having your hand on the pulse of, of watching that unfold must have really inspired you to want to continue. Like, you know, like, what's next for me? So yeah. so your parents were very supportive. So you had you had a great base, a great foundation, a great source of, you know what, I'm supported by this. This is my passion and my parents love this. So I'm, I'm really feeling good about this. So tell me about what it was like at home. Like your parents were both interested in music and in film, oh, yeah. like everything. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our house was like, you know, pop culture central, I guess. Great. Um, yeah. We grew up. There wasn't a day where we didn't listen to music. My mom was huge. Music to her was life. Um, and, you know, they they really believed she was such a well-rounded person as far as entertainment. You know, she was really into movies, really into music you know, just really into that. And, and my dad as well. Um, and, and so growing up with that, it, it, they exposed us, they had such a, a belief, a core belief of exposing your children to as mu as many things as possible, as far as not just entertainment, they were very political, you know, and they're very current events were very important. My parents like to, you know, every night we'd have dinner at the table. I, ha I have, I grew up with four brothers so family was very, um, very core in our lives. Um, you know, every night we had to have dinner at the table together and that's where we discuss, you know, world events, politics. I mean, it was just, it was very cool. The TV was off, you know, my dad was very big on communication and, um, you know, with, with movies and stuff like that, having four brothers, my parents couldn't always take us all to the movies. I mean, it was just, that's crazy with four kids sometimes. So it was like, we were very much, you know, we'd have movie nights at home. And because, you know, half of, you know, most of my brothers are so much older, you know, we, they'd put on movies that we all could, could enjoy. And sometimes that means bringing the, the little kids intellect kind of up, you know, to where the older kids are. So did you have um, any sisters? Do you have any sisters? No. Or, so no you were the only one, huh? I no. I have that situation. I have five brothers and a sister, so I, I can dig uh -huh. it. I hear what's, what's going on with that. So, yeah. so you were the youngest. Well, so, no, I have a younger brother. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so you were exposed to not only your parents, but your older brothers and everybody's kind of like throwing in and bringing their own, you know, questions and kind of sharing information. That must have been really cool. How about the rest of the family? Were they all like your brothers? Were they interested in music as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. They all, every single one of my brothers knows how to play an instrument of some kind. Um, and and my my older brother Jeff, he was very much into film as well. He made he's made a lot of little, you know, he's he'd do a lot of student films when he was younger. He got his degree in film, and um, I, a lot of my film knowledge and and passion also comes from him. He would take me to the movies a lot growing up. We were you know we clicked not only as siblings but as friends. Um, so we would do just a lot, you know, we'd go see a movie, then we'd talk about it after just in depth. And he exposed me to a lot of films as well. Um, your, your mom says life without music would be a mistake. Yeah, that was always her, her mantra. I yeah. wish she had adopted me. Um, so, 
<laughs> so, yes. so, um, so you were like really, really immersed in all, you know, like you, you were supported, you were immersed in music, in, um, in film. So it was a natural thing for you. Tell me about, um, you did some music videos and you, you were, you're obviously a singer as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me about that. Tell me the, about those experiences. Like, like did these happen in, um, in, um, California? No, they... but the the singing did. Um, yeah, I, um, I I sang backup in a couple of different bands um, in in the Bay Area in Pacifica. Um, I've always been into singing. I I've haven't had too much training, but I love to do it. Um, so I, there was a band I'd play. You know, I'd sing with, and you know, I I can only play chords on the guitar. I'm not very good at it. I just kind of learned chords so I could you know have something to sing to. Right. Um, yeah, and my, my father is also, he's a performer. He's been in bands since I've, I've pretty much known him. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so so that, yeah, I started that in, in Pacifica. And, um, you know, I found a niche and some great people to sing with. Um, you know, I know a couple of singer-songwriters out there, and I've, I've sung with them a couple of times, too. Um, and with the music videos, that 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 was just I've been featured in music videos. I, I haven't had one myself, and I I can't write a song to save my life. So it's, it's singing other people's stuff is what I really like to do. Uh huh. So how about tell me about your migration east? How did it happen that you came from, you know, uh, beautiful San Francisco area to New Jersey? And not that I'm saying New Jersey is not beautiful either, but we don't have all the seasons uh, that we right. have, you know, in the West. So how did that happen for you? How'd you end up here? It's the weirdest thing. It's just so bizarre. I think, you know, in the Bay Area, not to get too emotional, there was, uh, you know, I needed to, to kind of, I needed a change. I needed a change. Um, you know, my mother passed away. My oldest brother passed away. And I just, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, thank it's, you. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's fine. But that's part of kind of where I was at. I'm like, all right, you know, I've grown up here. I've done everything here. It's time for a change. Right. Um, and my best friend and my father both lived in North Carolina after my mom passed away. My dad split and moved to North Carolina. And, um, and uh, I, I'm like, I just need to change. So, you know, I was communicating with my best friend and my dad, and they lived in two different parts of North Carolina. So it was a coin toss. It's like, do I go, you know, should I go to the Charlotte area or should I go to the Outer Banks? My dad lives in the Outer Banks. My best friend lived in uh, Charlotte. And I decided to go with her. She was very supportive. And she's like, you know, we'll, we'll do all this stuff together. I'll help you get, you know, your daughter situated in school. Everything's going to be good. I go out there literally the next day my best friend's mother who also lives in North Carolina. I, I went to have breakfast, breakfast with her. I was very close with her. I am very close with her. Her name's Janine. And she gave me a piece of paper about an audition that weekend, an open casting call for extras. And at that time, my daughter was very much into acting. So I thought, you know what, this will be fun. Let's, um, you know, I'll take, I'll take Luna to, um, to audition to be an extra in this feature film. And it was Jack Thomas Smith's feature film, Infliction. I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I, you know, I literally was given Jack's name and the movie and the information the next day arriving in North Carolina. And that weekend, um, I took Luna to the, uh, to the open casting call. That's where I met Jack. And 
we just, it was like immediately we hit it off immediately. Um, I didn't, you know, he, I actually wound up auditioning for an extra role because he said, you know, they need adults too. you know, let's, you know, if you want to, you know, just give me your name and information. And then he called me back and he said, look, I've got a, you know, a featured extra role in the movie for you. So if you want to, if you want to do it, that'd be great. And of course I did. And, um, we have been working on this film pretty much since the day I, I went to, you know, the, it was what what I was I was in a photo in the movie. So the day I went to the photo shoot, Jack and I have basically been inseparable. That's awesome. So yeah. so Luna was in this also. Is that was she? No, was she? She, she actually wasn't. Okay, <laughs> Luna Luna is uh, Mandy's daughter. She's really a wonderful. How old is Luna? She's, she's fifteen. She's so evolved for yeah. a young girl. She's just really Thanks. a wonderful kid. I just really Thanks. love her. I had a chance to meet her um, when she was on set here when we did our little thing uh, with Favorite Song. So you guys met in North Carolina and you you started like, you know, you became you became like inseparable, as you said. And, but you also had, you shared the same passion of, you know, film and creativity. So how did that all go to, it seemed like it, it's, it's like a perfect match. Like yeah. describe what you do, um, you know, with Jack in conjunction with um, your, the company is uh, Fox trail productions. Yeah. And that's the, that's the umbrella of which uh, Jack and Jack Thomas Smith and Mandy work under. So describe your role with uh, Fox trail productions, Mandy. Oh, absolutely. Um, just like, you know, when we, when I met Jack and, and he was working on pre-production and infliction, I basically was like, look, I, I read the, you know, I read the script. I absolutely love the, you know, this movie is going to be amazing. What can I do to help? And that's sort of just my attitude with Jack is what can I do to help? Um, and you know, I was already working with pre-production and, and then during production I was on set doing anything, basically just I like to do what Jack can't do. Right. And he does a lot. <laughs> and he right. does a uh -huh. lot on his own. Yeah. But but I basically am, you know, okay, can you know, his right hand man, I guess, you know, his his uh tonto. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and that's what I what I do on all of his projects. I'm you know, I've acted as production coordinator where I coordinate, you know, some of the extras, some of the wardrobe, some of the you know, I do um, like on your video, you know, that's, that's what I was doing with you as well. You saved um, my life on that one. I, I might've showed up with, great. um, yeah, I might've showed up with a straw hat and like overalls or something, but thank God Mandy was there and saved me from myself. That was really cool. Not, not to toot my own horn, but that look was the look. Was I wrong? No, you, I tell you, I got a lot of compliments on that. That was really awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you saved the day. So so when you do when you came on and you started working on uh, on with Jack, it was like you already knew, like within your heart, like you just knew. I I got this stuff covered. I just need mm -hmm. to step up and say, Jack, you work on stay in your genius zone. Let me stay in mine. <clears throat> so tell me about you know infliction. How did it go with you know with you know how you guys work together on it like. No, oh, it was, we were, like I said, inseparable. We were constantly in communication or just within the feet of each other, which we still are. Um, you know, I go over and, you know, he was staying at a, at the post house or the pre, you know, the, I'm sorry, the production house that, that they were all, you know, based out of during the film. Right. And 
we would just, you know, work on, you know, the wardrobe, like labeling the wardrobe and just the, the things that, that he needed just an extra pair of hands on. I'd run errands. I'd do, you know, um, you know, we had to pick up props and things like that. Um, and then on set, it was like, you know, if he, if he forgot something or if he needed something or, you know, I would do, I would also, you know, help with, with coffee and just anything he needed. It was, I'm basically his assistant in, in every, in every way, you know, if, if there's anything I can possibly do, you know, and I've helped with, you know, we're doing the marketing for infliction and that's a, that's kind of a 24 hour job. Um, yeah, I don't know if he told you about the extensive marketing we're doing. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Twitter uh, and, and all yeah. the different things. And I've seen all your posts constantly. So I know you guys are all over this, uh, which is amazing. And, um, and what about, uh, what about disorder? T- t- you want to talk a little bit about that? Were yeah, you well, involved in that at all? No, no. That okay. was actually before, before, um, he met me. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm mixing up my timelines. Okay. So, so you got in with inflection, but disorder was, there. so you, you were immediately a fan once you saw oh, his yeah. work. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. a fan of Jack personally, because honestly, who, who couldn't be, <laughs> you know, the guy, he's a great guy. He's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. he's, you know, you wouldn't know it. Like I never met a, a horror film director before, you know, or producer. No. So when I met him, I was like, I, I said, I'm going to bring an extra seatbelt to this meeting. Cause I'm not <laughs> sure what's going to happen here. You know? <laughs> and I said, this guy's like, uh, he's just the most genuine gentleman I've ever met in my life. And it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's redefined the role of horror film people. It's right? just awesome. You know? <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, so tell me like your best place for you, like of all the things you do, Mandy, and you've got like, you've got like, it seems like you've got a deep, uh, like toolbox here. You can do a lot of different things. What's your favorite place to be in? Like it, when, when you're in a space of entertainment and this is before I get to the indie lounge, I want to ask just, you know, basically all the things you can do pre-production, post-production, uh, wardrobe, you know, fashion, where's your favorite spot to be? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to say because it's just when I'm doing something productive for something I believe in, that's where I want to be. Okay, so you're comfortable no matter which which um, genre of of expertise you find yourself in, you can just gravitate towards that and say, "This is my dharma. This is where I belong." Yeah, it's all about it's all about the project and what you can you know it's and seeing the results and being a part of it. Right. And I've had to roll up my sleeves and do so many different things that it's just to me, it's like whatever, wherever the end game, you know, whatever it takes to get to that end game, that's where I'm at. So you love you love the work and it's not really work. Yeah, no. Yeah. So so you're you are in your dharma. So so give me your typical day like or you probably don't have a typical day. But what is what is your day usually like from start to finish? Like, what do you start with? First yeah. thing in the morning. Well, now it's indie lounge and okay. it's doing, you know, when I first start in the morning, it's about, I get on, you know, Twitter and I do my, my promotion. Then, uh, you know, in addition to this, we do run the production company. So it's, you know, we're communicating with potential, um, you know, artists and companies and people that might need our services. Um, and in addition to that, we also run a marketing company. 
Um, so there's, there's that whole aspect of, of our day, you know, that we're helping people with their marketing. Um, and then there's, there's all this stuff we're still working on with infliction. Um, and that, like I said, that's a pretty extensive marketing campaign, right? Um, which takes up a lot of the day. So, you know, there, there's, there's normal everyday daily parts like the marketing company. That's, you know, we have to run that as well as a production company. We just have a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> right. So, so let's go, let's talk about the indie lounge a little bit more. How did this whole thing unfold? And I wanted to, to, uh, publicly congratulate you on this, uh, this great show that you've got going here. So tell me, how did it start? Where, where did the idea, what was the genesis of the indie lounge? How'd this happen? You know, the Indie Lounge was yet another, you know, if you want to say fate, luck, um, however you want to put it. But at a screening of Jack's in the Poconos, uh, we met a guy named Howard Grossfeld just randomly. He and his daughter came to the screening. And we got to talking with Howard. He's a great guy. And we found out that he knew the studio manager really well. His name's Art Benito, the studio where I shoot out of. And we were going to talk to Art about doing a screening of Infliction at his facility. He has a theater and he also has a, the TV studio. And um, and we met with Art. He's a great guy. And he was seeking programming. And he's like, I need hosts. I need shows. I need I need stuff. And and basically, Jack and I were like, you know, this would be great a great opportunity for me um, to see if maybe you know I could I could start this show. And Art gave us a trial run. I did an interview with Jack, and basically Art liked it so much. He said, how would you like a regular spot doing this every month? And it'll air on Channel 21 in Morris County. And um, I jumped on it. And immediately I'm like, yes, this is what I want to do. So I developed the show, and Jack helped me develop the show. Um, and we brought along one of our friends, Todd Starooch, to do a, like a movie review at the end of the show. And that's kind of how it happened. You know, it's it, it you know, it's it's initiation because it it took, you know, I definitely wanted to do it and it wasn't going to now once it got in my head, I'm like, we're doing this. So it's constantly like, you know, we're going to we're going to do this. Um, so but but, you know, again, fate, opportunity, doors open, you know. Right. <laughs> and and it seems like it seems like you're so this is like the perfect, you know, platform for you. It's like you're able to um, to reach into all of the things that you're able to do and you can be like a very compelling host because you can draw out, uh, you know, the magic in these people that come to, you know, to be on your show, like um, Zara Phillips, for instance. And, uh, you know, I've, I've checked out your shows and I really enjoy it. Um, great platform. Uh, you're a really good host and I think this I think this is just the beginning of something really cool to, that's going to keep continuing to develop well thanks so, so much Kevin. I so appreciate so that. where do you see this going as far as <clears throat> are you guys going to expand it to like more days do you think or are you just going to see how it how it goes before it blows up yeah <laughs> well possibly we've like as we started on one channel now i've got an additional four channels um can you share those with us Oh yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, in Morris County, it's Cablevision Channel Twenty One, and yeah. that's uh, Thursdays and Sunday nights at uh, six o'clock, and then um, Thursday night at nine thirty, 
Um, it's in South Orange on um, Comcast Channel 35 and Fios Channel 22 and 35. Okay. Yeah, and um, and also in Maplewood as well. Great, great. You're yeah. taking over the whole state little by little. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. You know, I I, um, I definitely want to grow grow the show and, and expand the channels. And, um, you know, that's, you know, I'm not foreseeing Oprah, but I definitely, I love, so far we've gotten amazing guests, like you've mentioned. Um, and I just want to continue that momentum i think i think the show does have a lot of promise and i think for me personally it's very fulfilling to promote um these artists you know whether they're indie artists you know who we haven't heard of or if they're mainstream artists that you know that um you know have indie projects that we didn't know anything about right right so oh yeah you had uh, recently you had Jackie the Joke Man on correct yeah yeah, I, yeah I didn't catch that one yet I bet that was a hoot <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun it's not it hasn't aired yet oh um, okay okay that's that, why I haven't seen it then <laughs> yeah yeah no it's we're we shoot kind of a, a couple months out um, but yeah that was really fun and you know he's doing his own thing now he's doing his own comedy shows he's a singer songwriter which a lot of people don't know right um you know some parody some serious uh-huh um and then we had uh one of my I, I actually was very nervous during this this interview in particular because it's from my childhood um we had don most from happy days on yes i saw that <laughs> post yeah how was that that must have been great oh that my guy's, gosh yeah he, it was so cool <laughs> he's, he's got like the hollywood history book walking around inside of him, I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly and i and i really wanted to bring it you know i didn't mind talking about the happy days stuff it was very cool i mean i could listen to him talk about it forever he's got a lot of stories he's a very interesting person um but i was trying to bring it back to to his indie work with so many people i had no idea that he was actually a swing singer like oh, he's really? amazing yeah. yeah yeah he's yeah, he's, he's a amazing. very talented guy you know? yeah and you really didn't get is. to see you didn't get to see a lot of that on the show hey um i i want to just switch back just for a second to mm -hmm. like favorite um favorite First of all, favorite mu music for you. Like, who are some of your favorite people musically? Oh, yeah. Um, the Rolling Stones, Van Morrison. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Bob Dylan. Um, you know, even some of the, the the older singers like Sam Cooke, Otis Redding, um, you know, the Beatles, of course. I think everyone likes the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I like everything from, you know, I even like classical music and I like, you know, I, I, I have a wide range of, of music that I, I love. I love the Motown. I love Bruce Springsteen, Roy Orbison, um, you know, getting back to Motown, like Smokey Robinson. And I, I just have a very wide palette for music. Wow. It sounds like you were in my record collection. <laughs> Eclecticity is good. <laughs> so yeah. so that that sounds great because you get to enjoy i mean one of the cool things about being alive in this year of 2015 is there's there's literally 50 years of great great music to access now so i mean it's so cool and you can find it you know anywhere just stream it and, and there it is hey how about uh films mandy give me some of your favorite you know including um we talked a little bit about the horror films but but 
you know, horror films and other films or directors that are kind of your favorites that you, you gravitate towards? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, um, I think you and I have talked about our love of Mel Brooks. Ah, the Mel genius, Brooks. the genius, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Mel Brooks is one of my favorite directors of all time. Um, you know, I love Scorsese, like Goodfellas. You know, that's oh, one of my yeah. favorite films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I love like Terrence Malick. I'm a big Terrence Malick fan. I love the style uh, of his films and Stanley Kubrick and, um, you know, some of John Carpenter's movies, a lot of them are my favorites. You know, I'm not even, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a horror buff at all. It just, just so happens that some of my favorite films are, are horror because they're very well made. Right. Right. Um, you know, like John Carpenter did the thing and, um, you know, big trouble in little China. I love that movie. And, um, you know, there's also American World in London. You know, I know John Carpenter didn't, didn't do that, but that's another one of my favorites. It just so happens to be a horror, you know? Right. Um, and I love old movies, too. Like, we just, just watched um, Mildred Pierce. I just watched that for, like, the hundredth time. <laughs> right. Okay. And, Good. Um, you know, I, I just, I love, again, with movies, it's the same thing. It's such a wide variety. People ask, what's your favorite genre, your favorite movie? And it's, I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, it's whatever I'm in front of right now that I'm enjoying, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like it's just, there's too many. If I put everyone, you know, where, I don't know where to put these people. There's so many favorites, you know? Right. Right. Hey, um, back to the indie lounge for a second. Like what's coming up that, that we need to share, uh, with people that, that you're really excited about? Like who's yeah. like, who's coming up that, or, or is your, are you keeping it secret? No. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the one I, I'm really, because the last one we shot was Don Most. Okay. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. I haven't seen that, you know, edited. I haven't seen the interview yet. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to that because he's also an indie director, which a lot of people didn't know about. He's very much into independent, you know, the indie scene. Right. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. And, you know, we've got guests lined up, um, you know, that I'm looking forward to as well. It, it, it's really, it's, it's a good problem to have, but it's, unfortunately, it's only a monthly show. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we can schedule guests for like the next three years because so, you know, I've gotten so many submissions and then there's so many, you know, people that want to come on and I want to get everybody on, but it's like, you know, it's just, again, a good problem to have where to fit everybody, you know? Right, right. Um, so yeah, I just, um, I'm just excited in general. That's that's awesome that you have such a backlog already. It seems like the show just started and now you've got like such a backlog. That's really really good. Yeah. I mean it just it's a testament to to what you're doing. Yeah. Um so tell me you know I think I know the answer to this question but your inspiration comes from where besides Luna? <laughs> <laughs> um I mean you know it and I, I don't know. That's that's a tough question as well. Like, um, I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. I think it comes from how you grew up, your parents, that's, your brothers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's to, actually what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, because to me, it's like you were you you had that nourishing, surrounding, wonderful love of we love this stuff too, Mandy. And uh, 
you know, it just seems like that helped, helped drive you, yeah. you know, to where you are today. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. A really good place to be because it sounds to me like you have uh, such a great day. You've got all these, you know, you've got this great thing with the Indie Lounge, but you have all these other ancillary pieces of creativity that are ebbing and flowing around you all day. And you get to just say, okay, I'm going to work on this, this, and this. Isn't that yeah. a great way to live? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is. It yeah. I feel very lucky. Very lucky. Hey, anything, anything that you're reading today that's, that's got you rocking, like anything, uh, or do you even have time to read? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I'm a, I love reading. I am a big reader, but I, I, the past three years, I, I haven't had much time at all <laughs> Yeah. with the movie and everything, but, um, I actually am reading a, a friend's book, um, stand up guys, a generation of laughs. Um, we actually, that's a, a previous guest wrote this book. His name's John DeBellis. Okay. And it's a it's it's a fantastic book. I highly recommend it. And would you say the title um, again, please? Sure, yes. Um Stand Up Guys. Oh guys. A like G G U I S E. Yeah. yeah. Oh got yeah. it, got it. Okay. Okay, right. cool. And he he was a stand up comedian during the time he hung out with he's got a really close group of friends. They were all comedians like Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld and um you know, uh, Richard Lewis and Joe Piscopo. It's about him and his friends kind of getting their bearings in the stand-up world and, and his writing. He went on to write for SNL and it's a hilarious book. There's no way you cannot, you can not laugh out loud. And, and he, he likes the same kind of guys we do. He's, you know, he's, he's a big Woody Allen guy. I don't know if you're a Woody Allen fan. No, um, no, I never got him. <laughs> oh, okay. So this, guy's a, this guy's a big Woody Allen fan. I think he likes Mel Brooks too, which is, you know, that's, that's what I like as yeah, well. Yeah, Mel and, Brooks. And you and, like Mel Brooks. Yeah, and Curly Howard, of course, like my yeah, hero. Of course. Great, oh my greatest, God. Just greatest f- physical comedian of all time, <laughs> like barring none. Like oh, he started God, it yeah. all. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm a huge student. <laughs> so, um, hey, uh, real quick, before we wrap up, I wanted you to just... Um, uh, Jack, I know, and this is not the Jack show, but In the Dark, which is mm-hmm. his upcoming new film, um, because already Jack already had his time on the Dharmic Evolution. So I'm not, <laughs> you know, but you're going to be involved in this. Is this correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. You want to give us just a quick snapshot of that? Like what yeah. you'll be doing? Will you be doing like you handling production? Or are you going to be in the film or what? what's going to yeah. happen? I mean, I, I hope to be in it. I'm not sure. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not sure if there's a, a place for me in the film, but I will be doing the production coordinating, um, oh. which I'm really looking forward to. Great, great. Hey, um, Mandy, just give us the best place to reach Mandy Del Rio is for the audience to check in uh, people who are interested in you your career what you're doing what you've done what's going on with the indie lounge what's the best place for people to reach out and and learn more about you yes um, the website the website's got everything on there episodes biographies everything you want to know okay. and that is um, www.indielounge.tv.com Okay, IndieLoungeTV.com. And you heard it from the lady herself, uh, Mandy Del Rio. And Mandy, it was a really, really great time today. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to visit with me and share all of your wonderful stories with the Dharmic Evolution. It was great to have you. Oh, it was my pleasure. Absolutely, Kevin. Always great talking to you. 
Well, there we go. Another fine interview. I really enjoyed that one. A lady with a warm heart and a soul full of talent. Mandy Del Rio. Check her out on the Indie Lounge on your local cable stations. I'm James Kevin O'Connor, audio video artist, singer-songwriter, and master storyteller. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Dharmic Evolution. And I'll catch you next time. I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.